Dun, 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 dun. Today, we're here to talk about one of the greatest threats to the American people. The CIA. <laughs> the CIA, over the years, boys. perpetrated some of the greatest affronts to civic liberties and has killed a large number of American citizens. But I'm not here to talk about all of that. I'm here to talk about a very specific subset of that terrorism that's been perpetrated. Why do I the, the Malta Knights. The CIA in 1953 was ran by a man named Alan Walsh Dulles, who later, coincidentally, would go on to be part of the Warren Convention and Committee and investigate and propound results for who killed JFK, how, why. Anyways, so Dulles was concerned, like most in the American intelligence community, about the U.S. losing the nuclear advantage to Russia. He was concerned about the spread of communism, and they were concerned about double agents within the U.S. intelligence community. And they had what they thought was actionable intel that placed Chinese and Russian agents in the highest echelons of organizations like the CIA. And their concern was that those people had access to what were essentially mind-controlled drugs. And so the CIA and Dulles and in their infinite wisdom, decided that they were going to figure out whether there were mind-controlled drugs and what applications those mind-controlled drugs could have. And so to that end, in 1953, they began a project known affectionately as MKUltra. And MKUltra was spearheaded by a chemist named Sidney Gottlieb. Gottlieb had a PhD from Caltech and was, by all accounts, a pretty skilled chemist, especially in poisons, essentially. And Sidney Gottlieb is also the man who propagated LSD throughout the U.S. He bought what was, in 1953, effectively the world's LSD supply, because at that time it was a newly developed drug, and he imported a large quantity of it into the U.S., and he began distributing it to people one of whom was a member of the band Led Zeppelin, strangely enough. Wow. But his goal was to find out whether LSD and drugs like it, mescaline, uh, other psychoanalytic drugs, any other psychoactive drugs, you know, psilocybin, things like that, could be used to effectively mind control people. If they could be used to turn foreign intelligence agents against them if they could be used for advanced interrogation features and to that end they started running experiments now the exact scale of these experiments is not known because when the project was terminated in 1973 when Richard Nixon fired acting director of the CIA Richard Helms Helms who had been really Gottlieb's patron throughout this entire thing got together with Gottlieb and they said, look, we need to destroy the evidence of MK Ultra and what we did here. And Helms ordered the records keeping department of the CIA to destroy the records of MK Ultra and Gottlieb went personally to supervise the destruction of a significant portion of those records. However, about 
20,000 or so documents survived, which seems like a significant amount, but we don't know what percentage of the overall documentation of that project was because the scale of the project was massive. And so these documents come out eventually, and there were documents declassified as recently as 2018 from another cache of information. There was also a Senate report that came out in 1976 because some people... Journalists started looking into what had been done here, and they realized, hey, guys, uh, they did some pretty fucked up shit to American citizens. Yeah, they did. Can someone look into it? And so they did the fun things like Operation Midnight Climax, because you can never have a name too on the nose if you're part of the American intelligence community. They set up brothels inside of CIA safe houses in places like... New York and San Francisco, and they had prostitutes on the CIA payroll surreptitiously lure men in and then start dosing them with things like LSD, basically deploying them for information for blackmail purposes. And I think the largest goal of MKUltra was really to understand the human psyche. As Gottlieb put it, he had two goals that were necessary to accomplish this. He needed to destroy the psyche that was already in place, and then he needed to supplant it with something else that they could use, so that they could use people as agents, or at the very least, they could get compliant people that would do what they wanted to, or tell them what they wanted to. And supposedly, they were pretty good at destroying the human psyche, and not as effective at replacing the human psyche with something usable. And that's why eventually that and the tremendous human cost of what they were doing to people without consent, those, that was the reason the project was terminated in 1973. But they did such awful things. They hired the scientists from Dachau. At Dachau, they were running a mescaline dosing program to see what the effects uh, of mescaline were on the human bodies and they thought much like they thought about LSD that they could use mescaline to control people or at least alter their mental state and render them an inoperable asset for the enemy basically and so they hired the the scientists from Dachau to continue their research on mescaline and I think that hiring Nazi scientists from concentration camps is about as unacceptable as running non-consensual experiments on people. Apparently... Is that through Paperclip? <laughs> it might have been. I don't know how long Paperclip has been around, but I think it was probably at least a, a small part of it. I mean, obviously, that wasn't the first time that we recruited Nazi scientists, but I think that was probably one of the few examples of them recruiting scientists literally from the concentration camps. Hmm. And as far as I understand it, they also, and this is according to a, a journalist na- named Kinzer, he, he gave a, an interview on NPR about this, and I, I trust NPR, I think, and yep. his claim was that they also hired scientists from Japan, and my understanding was that those scientists were vivisectionists or experts on autopsies. And to me, that sounds like they hired former members of Japanese Unit 731 who were doing things like cutting people's limbs off and trying to attach other people's limbs to them or trying to reattach their own limbs or trying to reattach other things to them. So not only did they hire the worst of the Nazi scientists, but they also apparently hired the worst of the Japanese scientists. Maybe the worst of the worst. That's about as bad as it gets. 
and they were doing things. It got so bad inside the CIA, they were dosing other CIA employees. So apparently there's plenty of anecdotes in the files where someone would have see someone would surreptitiously put LSD in a coworker's coffee just to fuck with them. And they, they you know, obviously they recorded it and ha ha, it's science, but they were just dosing people for fun at the CIA. That would be fun. And it would be fun, but that's <laughs> not the that kind of thing. Oh, I got dosed by LSD well, and I tripped yep. out for a while. <laughs> ass really hurts but you so, probably come up with some crazy shit though we're not and again no one will ever be sure of the scale of this project because Richard Helms and Sidney Gottlieb the two real architects of it made a very intense effort to destroy as much evidence as possible so what we have left we don't know how much else there could have been out there I mean right. Uh, Sirhan Sirhan's attorney claimed that he had been a victim of MK Ultra. This is 1968, right? Yes, after he assassinated Robert Kennedy. And obviously, an attorney will say anything to help out their client, right. but there seems to be something off about what happened to Sirhan Sirhan. It seems as though the man just snapped out of nowhere. And we know that the CIA found that they could destroy people's psyche, not just with LSD, but with intense interrogation measures, like essentially what was happening with at Harvard with Ted Kaczynski, yeah. where they were subjecting him to very intense questioning images, basically just trying to break down his psyche and then asking him questions to see how much of him Have you ever listened to those before? I've listened to a, a brief... Yeah. Yes. A brief amount. It is aggressive. So he'll be explaining his view on something, and the interviewer will basically start kind of attacking him. Yeah, just verbally castigating him for holding such a, a stupid right. opinion or, you know, just, it, it, like you said, attacking him. And that went on in dark rooms for an untold amount of time. They would also do things like electroshock, which we know is very... I mean, that... That was the treatment du jour for mental patients for a while, but that did immeasurable damage to people over the long term. So you've got a program that's non-consensually dosing people with LSD, mescaline, other psychoactive drugs. They're using advanced interrogation methods to basically to psychologically devastate people into telling the truth. They're injecting them with amphetamines and barbiturates so what they would do, they would inject the barbiturates first so that when you started dozing off, they would immediately inject the amphetamines and you would be in this basically heightened state of almost sleep and they thought that you would tell verifiably true information. That's they, they, they were looking really not just for mind control, but mind control for the purpose of advanced interrogation so that they could figure out who was a communist who was an agent working for the North Koreans or for the Chinese or for the Russians, and they were not going to stop. Gottlieb had places, essentially prisons, in other countries like Japan, and especially there, he had free reign. It was almost a a license to kill. He could do whatever he wanted. Ostensibly, he had a supervisor, but the reality of it was he could request 
effectively prisoners in other countries to experiment on. He could experiment on people within the CIA. He could do things like set up brothels inside the CIA safe houses so that they could blackmail or get blackmail on people so that they could dose those people LSD to see how they react. And so essentially he had carte blanche to do whatever he wanted to in destroying the human psyche. He might be the most prolific torturer ever. I mean, the man did untold damage to an untold amount of people. And the saddest part of it is we will never find out just how broad the scale was. There's been talk that it's been connected to Jack Ruby. There's been t- it's been connected to Ted Kaczynski, to Sirhan Sirhan, Whitey Bulger. They apparently, when Whitey Bulger was a prisoner, they set up a a program that was ostensibly to research a cure for schizophrenia. But supposedly, it was actually just them doing experiments on him as part of MK Ultra, and he realized it, and he said, "What the fuck, are you guys doing?" It, it, it's been tied to Sirhan Sirhan. It, it's been tied to famous American authors. Uh, Charles like, Manson. To Charles Manson. The, the guy who wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was part of MKUltra. The scale of this thing, even as the small percentage of it we see, is massive. And we don't know really what they found. We don't know really what they were looking for. I mean, ostensibly they were looking for mind controller ways better methods for advanced interrogation which is just torture i mean let's right. just call it what it is it's it's just torture but we don't know really what they were looking for we don't really know what they found there was one document that supposedly had a doctor who controlled dogs using implants inside of their minds so they might have been looking at ways to directly manipulate human minds through electrical impulses it, it literally a mm. way to physically make people to compel people to move right. in a certain way That's crazy. I, we, we just we don't know we can only speculate but what is there is so horrible in and of itself that the, the whole project has to be termed what it is it's a giant torture project on a massive scale, on people that were completely unaware, for the most part, of what was being done. And it was being carried out by a U.S. administrative agency at a U.S. military fort, Fort Detrick, Detrick in Maryland, in cooperation with the U.S. biological weapons team, essentially. So these guys were in charge of making deterrence and preparation for biological warfare, because obviously they were concerned about that at the time. But they were also involved with this ostensible mind control program and these drugs that they were using to those people as part of MKUltra. Just think about the things. The, the people who did it were involved with, you know, just a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're talking... And I, I think... Maybe this might obviously this is speculation, but we know from what limited documentation we have left over that some of these programs, these sub programs, were done in collaboration with American educational institutions, so colleges, universities, well, and yeah, that's some of the best sciences, yes, exactly. And so, I think maybe some of the reason that 
they had those documents destroyed was they didn't want it to come out that they had paid the highest echelons of the American academic and scientific community to run illegal experiments non-consensually on people because it would have destroyed public faith. Not only in the... No one... No one believes in the fucking CIA, but if you told people that they paid Harvard to torture students, that would do untold damage yeah. to the educational system yeah, in America. Like, well, yeah, it would be like uh, in the movie Icarus or whatever. Yeah. Like, it would be like um, uh, the anti-doping. It would yes. be like WADA is to Russia as like IRB would be to the educational system yes, or like exactly. the entire scientific community that's supposed to yeah, adhere they're, they're to these agreed upon guidelines right. on how to treat human subjects. Their reputation would be <laughs> and irreparably you, damaged. Yeah. Any faith that people have in the scientific and educational community, the higher educational system in the US would have been destroyed. And I, I think that's the the simplest explanation other than, oh my God, they found mind control. Because that, you know, that we could speculate about that, but that's a little ridiculous. But we know we know for a fact that they were sponsoring programs at institutions in the US. And I think that if you found the scale of those projects and you found out what some of those projects were at high level institutions People would be very, very upset to see that come out. The schools would be very upset, obviously. People would be very upset to see that come out. The optics would just be devastating. Right. Not, not that this, the optics are good on this as it stands, but to reveal a vast conspiracy that, uh, like that with the educational system, yeah. it, it, it would be damaging, incredibly well, damaging. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if devil's advocate's the way to put it, but like to look at it from... <laughs> the CIA or the government's point of view with that, like, of course you'd want to have people that are in the educational system as well, because then, like, those scientists aren't going to last forever, and so yes. theoretically, like, you'd want a pipeline of you new would. incredible talent, and where better to find it than the protégés of these fantastic people who are, like, clandestinely involved, Yes, that you can th- therefore, like, indoctrinate and be like, wow, you know, because students, yeah. students lionize their professors, yes, and they're like, oh man, true. like, that's the entire point. Like, the, when I went to grad school to do research, I did it because I thought the research was cool of the guy who was my grad yes, advisor. Right, so, like, obviously, it's like, so if, yeah. if he th- then takes a shining to you and it's like, hey, look at this cool project, but you can't yeah, tell you anybody, can't tell about, anybody it. about it. Um, Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, like, that would be a great way to get people to, you know, maybe discard their morals for a hot second yeah, because of the validation that you get yeah. uh, from someone you look up to you. Yeah, exactly. And this was a project that ran for 20 years, so you would need a tremendous amount, not just of financial resources, but of expertise. You would need different experts, and I'm sure the experts, some of them participated for a long time. Gottlieb was in charge of it for the entire time, but I'm sure some of these people burnt out from seeing what they were seeing. I mean, they were... It can't be easy. They were devastated. They were destroying people's minds. It's, yeah. I've read about the, kind of the effects of these experiments on people already predisposed to mental illnesses yeah. and with mental illnesses Supposedly when you mix can, that. it can trigger right. the schizophrenia if someone's pretty... It, because, it, I mean, someone like Ted Kaczynski was already not normal. Yes. He was already... Yeah. You know, a lot of these people were already... On the um, borderline. Yeah, and Possibly they have trouble were predisposed detaching from reality. If you get and something they, like right. that, that makes you feel t- that way. They targeted people. Feel like you've cut the tether. They targeted yeah. people, as far as I understand it, with they were predisposed to mental conditions, and they targeted people 
they targeted the margins of society. And so, even Manson did it to his own people. He would have his yeah. own people take LSD, and he wouldn't take it, and he would act like he did. Yes. And he was able to basically control them almost. Or, you know, he could, he could get them to, to do things. Oh, is that how those murders happened with Los Feliz? Where they, uh, the, you know what I'm talking about? Where they had those, like, women and people just, like, murder those well-to-do families in L.A.? Yeah. 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 There's a name for those murders. I don't know. I, I can't remember. remember. Yeah. I know. But was that about. was that when they were in an LSD induced the, stupor? Or? The, shop, the murder of Sharon Tate. I think so. Yeah. It was whenever they Roman Polanski's a, wife. Yeah. Yeah. They broke into I the house. I think even if they were. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they even broke if into they the weren't house, in the state, the they were clearly indoctrinated and so right. strongly under his influence. Mm-hmm. And that really, that was the secondary. That really was the second stage of the project was to get people to betray their country. The agents, the foreign agents that they were most concerned about, they wanted them on their side. They wanted a way to control them and make them double agents. They wanted to double make the double agents. Yeah, make double, the double, double agents, agents double double agents, triple agents, <laughs> and so. You know, maybe maybe they did succeed. Maybe they did find out a way to d- completely destroy someone's psyche and then replace it with something that was amenable to their purposes. Yeah. And but we'll we know. we will never know because Sidney Gottlieb and Richard Helms destroyed the best thing Richard Nixon probably ever did. Actually, was fire Richard Helms from the CIA because I'm sure the project would have continued as long as Richard Helms was there to protect Sidney Gottlieb. Richard Nixon was like, oh, no. Get these, can, get yeah. these fucking people out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Get them out of there. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're talking just awful, awful yeah. human experimentation. This, right. this is legitimately stuff that the Nazis were doing and we just continued it. We hired yeah. literal concentration camp scientist and Japanese vivisectionist and we just brought them here to do the same fucking shit to our own populace I mean that is unconscionable there there is no excuse no matter what the results of that were no matter how strong of a strategic asset that is I mean and then the CIA kind of transfers over to you know, Al-Qaeda, CIA, you know, waterboarding and those kinds of interrogation techniques. Well, the CIA's always kind of been like that, right? They, right. They've always been the guy. Hell, Dulles, the guy that you know, oversaw the beginning of MK Ultra. he was, Bay of Pigs was his show. Right. That, that was him. He did multiple successful coups otherwise in South America in 53 and 54. I the CIA has always been the same CIA. I think they just probably do a better job of hiding it these days. But then again, we know that they still enjoy waterboarding people, so I don't know that they do a good job of hiding it. Nobody really gives a shit. They, they have no oversight. There is no one to check them. They're the ones that really hunted down Bin Laden, right? As far as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what was the thing that, what was the straw that got Dulles' name on an airport? That was actually John Foster Dulles, who oh, was really? uh, Eisenhower's Secretary of State. Oh, I know that. Yeah. In Chicago? Uh, is I, Dulles the airport in Chicago? That's it's, O'Hare. It's in, it's in Virginia. It's in Virginia, yeah. Yeah, okay, Dulles. But yeah, I, I'm assuming uh, 
Alan Dulles is related to John Foster. I mean, that's how American family, political families yeah. work. <laughs> right, right. Nepotism? Was? Yeah. Never. But I, as far as I understand it, and then obviously, again, Dulles ends up, Alan Dulles, the CIA director, ends up on the Warren Commission investigating Kennedy's assassination, and you've got some evidence, at least, that Jack Ruby was targeted by MK Ultra, and he obviously you have all those theories about Kennedy being assassinated by the CIA. Yeah, you like also that. have the fun little fact that Kennedy outright rejected the Operation Northwoods false flag operation, which would have been carried out by CIA operatives, and mm. it just... It, forms an interesting little picture and none of it is ever going to be provable but it's at least enough to sit there and think hmm did Lyndon B. Johnson team up with the CIA to have Kennedy killed so that he could be president I wouldn't put it past Johnson John would you put it past Lyndon B. Johnson to have Kennedy assassinated because I surely would not I think Johnson was an unmitigated dickhole (laughs) I think that would have been a little much for Lyndon B. Johnson I don't think so I really don't. You know, Lyndon B. Johnson was a poor... He was poor as fuck. And he was from East Texas. He married I he in... A, I think he was a hard, hard man. He married into money. His wife was rich. Right for them, sure. I just... It, I wouldn't put it past You know, and he had a big dick. He did have a big dick. <laughs> and we are all about that here on the BDE <laughs> podcast. <laughs> in fact, why he's being invoked now. Uh, yes. This is all just an elaborate intro. This is all just an elaborate ruse to talk about the massive girth and circumference. <laughs> uh, the turgidity of Lyndon B. Johnson's massive Johnson. penis. <laughs> <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson's Johnson. Wow. Oh, man. But great. that is the story of how the CIA microdosed, electroshot, and mescaline their way into the hearts of many Americans and destroyed the minds of those said Americans as they went did they do it to Ted Kaczynski? Maybe. Did they do it to Sirhan Sirhan? Maybe. Did they do it to Jack Ruby? Maybe. We'll never know because they deleted all the fucking documents. I think they did. I, I think they did. That's something I truly the, do believe. The scale of that project, and those people snapped. Sirhan Sirhan snapped. Jack Ruby snapped. That's not... Well, they didn't all snap. Um, like, Manson was already... Yeah, he was already, but, I, you but, know... Right, it was kind of a little different for that. I think Lee Harvey Oswald would have been a candidate for I that. I think so too. Just the way he was. Yes. Um, he might not have even needed it though. No, maybe not. But again, they targeted marginalized people. Right. They targeted people on the fringes of society. They targeted prisoners. They targeted sex workers. They targeted individuals with a predisposition for poor mental health. Mm. And they yeah. destroyed them. People were stressed out. It's not the only, I mean, obviously, it's not the only time that the government has pulled fun little operations, like the time Operation Sea Spray happened, and they sprayed bacteria off the That's coast of California. Of. That's what I was talking yeah. about. I thought it was and radioactive. And gave people severe urinary tract infections and potentially long-lasting heart complications. <laughs> they also, Just at one point... bioweapons would work. They wanted <laughs> to assess the feasibility of using... I think uh, yellow fever infected mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. And so they airdropped 500,000 mosquitoes over part of Georgia <laughs> and tried to figure out how far they would propagate throughout the region. Oh my God. Well, that's true because yellow fever wouldn't occur here otherwise. 
Well, they didn't. They didn't put yellow fever in the mosquitoes supposedly, but they did drop five hundred thousand mosquitoes oh. over this fucking state of. of well, Georgia. it would. It makes sense that they had. You know, if if the mosquitoes were to be the vectors for a disease yeah. that you wouldn't normally exactly. find there, because then yeah. it's easy to find. Yeah, what? If like, yeah, I mean, holy shit, someone's all the way up in LJ and has this disease that yeah. is only in the tropics. It's like, well, that's right. probably one of ours. There, there's also the atomic <laughs> right. bomb that's off the coast of Georgia. Off the which, coast of Tybee Island. Which they fucking lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a B-52 in transfer with a nuclear weapon that literally just crashed. And did you know that they still find Russian submarines off the coast of Georgia to this day trying to look for that weapon? Interesting. Yep. Wow. Yep. That is a true story. I right wonder there. what the ramifications would be if that one detonated that far underwater. Well, they did that off of Bikini Atoll. Yeah. I think it was I mean, like 3,000 feet down or something yeah. Yeah. like that. Yeah, the effects of yeah. the battleships. It irradiated the, Yeah, they wanted to assess the ability of nuclear weapons to be used as anti-fleet mm-hmm. weapons. It turns out that they're not good anti-fleet weapons, but they are very good at irradiating an island, an island chain so that people <laughs> can never live there again. Uh, yeah, not, exactly. Or at least not in a realistic time frame. Mm. But uh, it's kind of terrifying that there's just a... Uh, it's a hydrogen bomb, right? So it's even more Yeah, that's what they used in that point, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're not, we're not talking about the Tsar Bomba here, but yeah. we're talking about a pretty potent weapon about exactly. as potent as exists on this planet, just chilling mm-hmm. off the coast of, the, of Georgia due to government incompetence. Yep, that's never been found, period. Which is By usually anybody. more dangerous than government malevolence, but not always, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's not the only case of a nuclear weapon actually being lost. I think they lost another one, too. Didn't they accidentally drop a a bomb on North Carolina? That's another one, yeah. And they (laughs) dropped it, but then thankfully it never detonated. (laughs) It never detonated. Yeah. It never detonated. They they actually (laughs) dropped... Right around the same time period, too, is the southern They they dropped an unarmed nuclear weapon Mm -hmm. on North Carolina. I yeah. swear to God, no, they real, dropped real a nuclear problem. weapon on North Carolina. Oh, mm. Bastards! Mm. I love to think it was in like a somewhat like residential area. I think it was. Like it's, yeah, it just like goes through someone's garage. I think like, it, it landed on a farm. Is what happened. Yeah, it, it landed on a farm. But again, no, no explosives were in there. So, but the the radioactive material and everything for the nuclear weapon, it was there. It was just never found. But it, thankfully, nothing happened. It just was like a it went off. Just boom. <laughs> Man, could you imagine learning about that in history class? All right, today class, we're going to talk about the time that the U.S. nuked North Carolina. <laughs> United States nuked Carolina. Annihilated the entire town. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they definitely would have passed that off as a terrorist attack, great. right? Nah. There's no, there's no way. Nah. There is no, no way you can sell that. There's shit. no way you're telling me that the government would accept culpability for dropping a nuclear <laughs> weapon on a town in North Carolina. <laughs> I don't buy it. There's during World War Two. <laughs> like so, wait a minute. A weapon that only we have was dropped on our soil. Whoops. Did you? That was terrorists. They decided to attack Russia. <laughs> oh God. Alright, so MK Ultra. I, I, that was good. It also sounds like that. a dank ass like strain of weed. MK Ultra <laughs> does sound like it, it, it is a project Ultra. about drugs. Fuck you up. Man, yeah, this, this MK Ultra shit. But I mean it it will fuck you up. <laughs> I, it, it's funny, like one of the 
groups, I mean, going into, like, pop culture with MK Ultra, like, EDM really took after MK Ultra. They actually had, like, a bunch of artists, like, talk about it in support of MK Ultra because they believe, you know, in the positivity behind what? LSD culture in the U.S. wouldn't exist if Sidney Yachtley hadn't propagated it as he was beginning the MK Ultra experiment. So I guess in that way, those people do have Sidney Gottlieb and MK Ultra to thank for LSD culture in the U.S. and for things like Led Zeppelin, strangely enough. Mm-hmm. Or no, The Grateful Dead. I'm sorry. It was, yeah. But just just an off just another in the long line of awful things that the US government has done to its own citizens without them even knowing and we find out later and we're like oh fuck oh shit we did do that didn't we oh, America. <laughs> oh, Whoops. America god damn it pop pop alright you did that well thank you very much of course that was good I appreciate that